Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my talkers! It's five o'clock somewhere, and in fact, it is five o'clock right now here in the My Talk Studios. We're hanging out with Lori, and Julia is back from her vacation. We are excited to have her in studio. The gang is back together. What's in store for us now, guys? Well, okay. So yesterday, you know, we uh, posted a f- Chan. I'm on the cover of mm-hmm. on the February issue of Vanity Fair. No, yeah, Vanity Fair, because Madonna is the. The European, European one, one for yes, February, yes, the yes, icon yes. issue. So, Jan, I mean, he gave a really great interview in it and blah, blah, blah. But one of the things that was Magic Mike, Magic Mike is coming out in, in very soon and um, saw a trailer. Man, it looks so good. It looks so good. They were both. The first two were so good. Yes, but it looked really good. Okay. And the big story that came out of it yesterday was he said he wasn't. And it was kind of like they do, taken out of context. He wasn't sure if he'd ever get married again, which is what people always say when they have had a hard divorce, Multiple. a painful divorce, whatever kind of divorce. Like, it's the last thing I'm thinking of, unless you are running straight into love again and you do a rebound second marriage very, very quickly. And that, too, will probably will end up in a pile of <laughs> tears and yourself. Yes. No, but many people do yes. rebound marriages. But he just said, you know, he never thought he would fall. He and du- Jenna Dewan would fall out of love for each other. Right. Never really. He thought it was forever the everything yes. when he met her. Yes. And it was so painful. He didn't know if he could do it again. And so that was the headline yesterday. Chanham doesn't know. If, if he'll ever be in love, love again, again. marry again. Yes. Well, because he is supposedly he's dating. dating Zoe Kravitz. Right. And they keep it pretty low key. Right. And he's starring, I believe, in her uh, Kitty Island. But is it ever coming out? Yes, it is. Oh, it is. It is. But one of the things buried in the Vanity Fair, which I haven't gotten my February issue. And Vanity Fair, I sent you a check in December. <laughs> They treat their magazine they, people so bad. Well, I'm going to say something about they January are, subscriptions. The one that comes on time, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. They do. That comes on time, but I ordered Consumer Reports. Not going to get it until like the end of February. They, Maybe because magazines are drying up, but I like Instagram with pages. 
I, Lori, yes. I do too. I love People Magazine was always a good sit down. I love it. Just I just like clips. my Vanity Fair. I love it goes pictures with me and on a, I like yes. it on a plane. I like it on a beach. I like to give it to Listen, the flight attendant. Can I just say something about the damn QR yeah. codes? Because someone in Playa del Carmen and basically that whole Arm oh, yeah. Mexico, they decided they're not going to make maps Ma- anymore. Right. They're not going to make little maps of cute places to go. They're yeah. not going to give you menus anymore. It's and maddening. if your phone doesn't work outside of the hotel, yes. you can't do anything. Yeah. The damn QR code. Yeah, I, it, the craze is We gotten, want paper. We want printers. I want a menu. We, yeah, we okay. want it. So in this Vandy Fair story. Thank you for letting us ring yes. Thank you, thank you. Um, Magic and Mike. girls were in danger. No, because Chanham has let us know he's acquired the rights to remake the 1990 romantic classic Ghost, and it would potentially star himself uh-uh. in the Patrick Swayze role. No, and when he was doing this interview with Andy Fair, they were throwing clay. No, oh, don't <sighs> do interviews before, during, or after throwing clay. I give you Olivia Wilde. <laughs> oh no! Wait. Oh. Okay, now wait a minute. Oh, no. Okay. All I mean, right, so there's so many people who don't know that version. It could Three. be, but that is on endlessly. Uh, is it really? Ghost is on oh. many. Mm-hmm. It's like Dirty Dancing. Okay. It was like, on this weekend, by the way. Dirty yeah, it, was, right. it, it gets all replayed. Right. The, yeah. Um, Chanham is, is threatening us all with the possible bad time that letting us know his production company owns the Patrick Swayze role. No. So we're, we, you know, and, uh, you know, the music will ch- go from unchanged melody to pony mm-hmm. by genuine. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're going to do something different. I think it needs to change a little bit. Okay. Well, Instead then don't be pottery, Patrick I am an artist. And just in the original film directed by Jerry Zucker, Patrick Swayze, uh, is killed right away by this bad guy, and then his ghost sets out to pay to save his girlfriend oh. Molly, played by Demi Moore in a short, cute haircut. The cutest and the su- ever. And the surprise summer hit of 1990. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi. Whoopi. And it catapulted the Righteous Brothers' Unchained Melody yep. back to the top of the charts, and Unchained Melody anchors the end of the Elvis movie. With Austin Butler as younger Elvis going back and forth between this performance was six weeks before Elvis died. Listen to his voice. And when you look at the video, Grant posted it. Are you going to be okay if the Elvis movie doesn't win the Oscar? Yes, I I will. I just want to check in on your people. Elvis in Top Gun has won the hearts and minds of the people. I want one of those to win Best Picture. Because people win to them. They deserve it. And Unchained Melody, just going back to Ghost, and I'll get back to Alice. I'm tying this all up. But, I mean, that song was... People hadn't heard it for a long time. Sure. And I remember in 19, what year did I first get married? Wasn't Ghost, it was set in Chicago. And yes. I remember when they played that at the very end yes. on the boat. In 1987, I picked Unchained Melody to be my first wedding dance with my husband. And I knew that song because my parents had the Righteous Brothers album. And my mom, being an Elvis fan, believed that Elvis owned 
that 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 no one sang that song with more it was always on so i just thought that was a beautiful song to right. dance with my husband to and people were like wow what's this old song and then sure. you know in 1990 the- everybody knows that yep. it goes back to the top of the charts with the righteous brothers I mean, it's a beautiful. This is the scene from Ghost, right? Yeah. It's a beautiful song. This is the song. Righteous yeah. Brothers. It's a beautiful song. A beautiful love song. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? Just. And they're holding, embracing. Yes. Oh. Mm. And I really, in that moment when I danced with my husband, I really thought we'd be together forever. I really had no idea what a shallow wife I was going to end up being. <laughs> but anyway, um, and then Austin Butler. When he, when Denzel Washington and Austin thanked him at the Golden Globe. Oh, he did? He thanked Denzel Washington and uh, he said, you know, he, he didn't have to do something, but he did. And he didn't explain it. But the thing he did was that uh, in, in 2019, um, Austin Butler, who was trying to shed his, Nickelodeon image, is the boyfriend yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie Bradshaw, yep. younger yep. in the Carrie yeah. Diaries, all that. He is acting in The Iceman Cometh on Broadway with Denzel. Serious play. Right. And he told Denzel, you know, I, I'm trying to get an audition with this guy named Boz Lerman. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know him? And Denzel's like, I don't know him, but I can find out how to get a hold of him. And because he's like, I want to audition. Almost, and at yeah. that point, it was between Miles Teller and Harry t- Harry Styles. Styles right. And this is Boz confirms Austin's telling. So Austin, after Denzel calls and he says, I'm working with this young actor. I've never seen a worth work ethic. He's this is a hard play that I spent right, right, coming. Right, right. We watch his tape. And so then Austin has to figure out what can he play to convince him that he could be Elvis. He thought. His friend, he's got in trouble last week on the Hollywood Reporter Roundtable. He said a friend suggested that he try out for Elvis. That friend was his girlfriend of nine years, Vanessa Hudgens. That's why he was with her forever. People were very mad that he referred to her as friend. My old girlfriend. Yeah, he he couldn't say, you know, my girl. But anyway, um, he was trying to think of the song and that then would stick out to sing stick out. And then maybe he Google like I, he, I, I don't rem- remember that he explained how he came up on recording unchanged mel- melody, but he had someone videotape him at the piano because Austin Butler does play the piano started at like 12 and it's very late. Yeah. And mm-hmm. did um, unchained melody and then he wasn't really happy with it. And then some, whoever was helping him, with, Elvis was 23, just like you were when your mom died. Think of your mom when you sing that and sing it with all the emotion in your heart. So he sang Unchained Melody. Again. Thought about his mom. Oh, God. Like cried, just like we see in the end of Elvis. At the end of that movie, it goes back and forth between Austin Butler singing that song like in the 70s. Mm-hmm. It's really Elvis's voice. And then Elvis, six weeks before he Mm -hmm. dies uh, in, like, Indiana. Right. And the sweat is pouring down. And, yeah, he's puffy looking, but singing with all this emotion. So Boz gets the tape. I would love to see that Here's Austin and was just like, Don't you think that would be... Call Harry, call Miles. They're out. I found my Elvis. Right. Don't you think that would be a good 
in the Oscar bid of this movie to release that demo, that trial. That would be pretty cool if it's good. Grant, yeah. when you just said that, I just yeah. thought that uh, would be good marketing to uh, release that tape. I would play it. <laughs> they could if Boz does the unedited. I right. mean, they seem to have a plan for the, and we don't know, Elvis did get nominated for a SAG Award. Yes. And Austin Butler did, and I think Boz Luhrmann did. Sally Field is the Lifetime Achievement Award. Mm-hmm. That's and awesome. Screen Actor Guild oh, Awards. And she's yeah. also along with a few other, like for 80 for Brady, a couple of her co-stars from 80 for Brady are also in that, because uh, they've won it in the past, right? For the, well, the SAG Jane Award? Fond, I don't know that. She, she might be, no, they're not nominated for anything. No, they're not nominated, but they're previous but winners Elliott of the SAG Award. But Sam Elliott got nominated for 1883. Austin Butler got nominated, um, you know, for Elvis and for Best Ensemble. That, you know, it's Babylon, the Banshees, everything, the Fablemen and Women Talking. So it didn't get an Elvis nod for a movie, and neither did Top Gun. Well, they didn't? No. No. Uh oh. But uh, no. Big I... missed opportunity by the SAGs because the Fablemans is just a B movie and nah. Women Talking is yeah. good but depressing as hell. Oh, yeah. Babylon is just terrible and the Banshees, people are going to hate most of it. So everything, everywhere, all at once can win as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Sally follows in the footsteps of her co stars from 80 for Brady who have also won it Rita Moreno and Lily Tomlin. Oh, have been Lifetime Achievement Awards. Lifetime Award Achievement Awards. Award. So yes. I want to make that, make that clear. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Sally. Congratulations to Sally. That's Sally, big news. That's amazing. All right, we got to go. Grant, you got some dirt alert to bring us. That we do. Okay, so earlier, Julia, we were talking about El Burrito Mercado, where we love going. And by the way, always every um, Tuesday through Saturday is happy hour at the bar. Yes. Three to six. Taco Tuesday is, of course, Tuesday. They serve great breakfast there. We love the deli and grab section because... So many salsas, ceviches, guacamole. They have this one. Um, Jalapeno poppers, oh chili rellenos. You're up to date. Well, you I just had them Mexican at both food. of my kids' um, graduation parties. Oh, yes. Because if you're thinking of graduation parties, um, Book one of their, you know, the they trucks. do the catering. Trucks are too small for graduation okay, parties. But if you're thinking catering. of trucks, too, they book out. So if you're thinking that pe- everyone loved the food, they're great with catering. But also the grab and go, like you're talking about. Um, Taco Tuesdays, um, three all day. It's three tacos for five bucks. I mean, it's such a great deal. And they have beautiful, authentic, wonderful Mexican food. To find out where it is, go to my talk keyword burrito. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Well, we were just talking about our favorite most recent biopic of the king himself of rock and roll Elvis. It looks like we are going to be gifted the great gift of a biopic about Michael Jackson, the king of pop. Okay, tell us more. So this is really cool. A lot of really big people involved, including basically the people in charge of Michael Jackson's estate, the executors of Michael Jackson's estate uh, estate are still, are all involved in this. So it's going to stop before the child molestation. Yes. It'll stop. That'll be the end stop. But the cool cool thing is, is all the people behind the scenes. It's So Antoine Fuqua is going to be directing this film. Now he's known for being an executive producer for a lot of things like The Equalizer with Denzel Washington, one, two, and three training day bullet train emancipation which just hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Came out. Isn't he Wasn't director? he was with Bohemian Rhapsody too? Bohemian Rhapsody. No, so the Bohemian oh. Rhapsody is uh, John Logan. He penned, uh, uh, Bo- oh no, excuse me, you're right. He did, uh, he, it's going to be produced by Graham King. So he's directing this one. Antoine is. Antoine Goodbye. is directing. Yeah, Graham director. King is producing it. And Graham King was tied to Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Now the writer of it, well, behind it is John Logan, who's tied to Gladiator, Aviator. Oh, wow. You know, a lot of Oscar acclaimed films. So you've got a great director, a great writer. You know, and a great I mean, producer. just like with Whitney, if they do the early life, I mean, he had an amazing life before. I, I mean, it was amazing, amazing, and in much the same way the Elvis movie doesn't dwell on all the uh, yeah. sadness and heartache. Yes. And the, yes, when people try and bring up, you know, like the bad things about a person, it's going to focus on how he became who he became, and maybe to give some compassion insight whatever about mm-hmm. like you know a look into the eyes of the greatest rock superstar in the world maybe you know not just the bad side well, elvis is the king the, this, the greatest sorry, rock but you know sorry. when you talk what king elvis of, never got to go over the well, world he has an incredible story in that just even any of us that have watched the i mean you know just the jackson five, five on vh1 yes you know his family history all of that all he the kids huge, the talent, you guys he was his huge. dad and how horrible his father yes. was and just like you know uh, colonel tom parker with elvis the nice, and then we'll the, the, watch it we'll totally 100 percent. and yeah. the thing that'll be interesting and like i was kind of saying was different is that michael jackson got to do the world tours yeah whereas uh, we, as we know boz lorman or not boz lorman but colonel tom parker right. would not allow elvis right. to do that so i say I just want to see how his impact outside, how they paint that picture outside the United States, too. He was quite, quite, quite Mm -hmm. the entertainer. So, well, we've got some Brad Pitt news, and this one's kind of interesting. Quietly, and I use the word quietly, he has listed his longtime L.A. compound. Can we please, Hollywood, speak quietly listing? Mm -hmm. Would you love to take him down? I know, that's why. No, but the quiet listing. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Is this the home that he had the kids, that he raised the kids with, Angelina? Yes, all that. And he's had this home for over 30 years. He bought it in 1994 for $1.7 million from Elvira, mistress of the dark star, Cassandra Peterson. That's right. And he's selling it now for $40 million. He does not need that many damn bedrooms. He no longer has a swimming pool, a, a tennis court, and skating rink buddies because the kids are never with with him. And he also is quietly getting sued. Uh, Mirvell has become his um, 
what do you call it when you've thrown good money after bad? Just when you can't let it go. It's yeah. just, what do you call it when you throw everything it's at something? The sinking ship. Yeah, it's a <laughs> sinking ship. And he won't he let it go. put all this money yeah, into a recording studio, yeah. and it's very difficult to own these big things. And, and why would he, who would go over there to record? Are the Beatles going uh, back together again? I mean, he, it's very much... It feels like the Miravelle thing and then the whole everything. Um, I'm glad Angie has disentangled herself from, from all okay, of that. Okay, whatever, yeah. Lori. Yeah. Uh, she has also... He needs something smaller because that house reminds him of his of his family. Yeah. And uh, he's just rattling around in it. And does he need money at all? Or... Well, he did buy the place up in Carmel okay. um, for, yeah. a, for a lot of money. So maybe and he sold 60% of Plan B, yeah. which mm-hmm. I was really surprised at. So I really think that he is in this Miravel. Is yes, he's got legal fees with Angelina, but everything sort of seems to be nothing much. The the lawsuit that's happening with Miravel, with that yeah, the, partner that yep. that Angelina sold it to, mm-hmm. they're accusing him of, of financial shenanigans, yeah, and it hasn't stopped. And the forensic accounting lawyers, which I just know a little bit about from watching The Good Wife and The Good Fight, are they you watching a, that? The good fight. We dip in and out of that when we don't, you know, because she can was pick nominated. I was so happy. She's so good. Christine Baranski. That's is a great show. Fabulous. Yeah, that's I a great was so show. Happy to see her. Well, speaking of a great show or yeah. documentary series, but so- I love quietly listening, and and then his publicist lets everybody know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> quietly, it was very, very blatant there. Right. So now we have, and it has been released, this okay. new three-part limited docu series exploring this smash hit Glee, which is called The Price of Glee, and now this pulls back the curtains and investigates all the alleged darkness on the set of Ryan Murphy's musical hit. Now, this is out, so you can see oh, it's it. on Netflix. It's already? on Netflix. Okay. You can also, for some reason, you can also watch it on Discovery+. Plus. That's what I, from my research. Okay. And if you want, you could try a free trial, seven-day trial of Discovery+, Plus and get it that way as well. So. I, are you, Julia and I loved Glee when that came out. But I have no, I am done with it. Yes. I, I don't want to go back. I'm done. But, I, yeah. I don't care about these people. I don't care. Yeah. No, well, there's a lot of juicy details no, coming but out. I don't. Well, I, tell us the juicy okay, details. Do. Yeah. So Can he do that? Then we for sure oh, don't yeah. have to yeah, watch so, it. So oh, Naya gosh, Rivera. So funny. Is it, is it Rivera? Naya Rivera? Naya Rivera. Naya Rivera. Naya Rivera. She recently passed away trying to save her son yes, from drowning so a couple son. years ago. Yes. Well, her father has come out. and He's he, in it. He is in it. And he does an interview. And he claims that she and Leah Michelle Michelle really, in fact, did hate each other, despite Naya's, you know, denying this rumor for all these years. Oh. They, I don't hated think we believe Naya. I don't. I, I think don't, everybody I hated Lee and Michelle, and Lee and Michelle hated everybody. And I don't care about it anymore. Yeah, but Lee and Michelle threatened to take a dump in Naya's wig. So I no, too, it wasn't Naya's wig. It, it was another, another woman. woman. But no. still. Pretty horrible. A, a Legendary. And a we, we saw them the first year that they were nominated for a SAG Award, and Leah Michelle and Corey Monteith didn't talk to anybody. They were shepherded away from the rest of the staff like they were diamonds in their own right. And all the other Glee kids talked to us, and they were super nice. And we knew right That's away. Okay. Right away, though, like, oh, God. Gwen, are you interested in this? I'm not. Nope, never watched the show, either. so I won't be watching it. I just it. don't want to read. I'm done with those people. I feel like I know enough dirt. Yeah, I just don't want to do Yeah, but, I mean, we enjoyed the show when it was yeah. on. Do we need to relive it? No. But That's it is, how I feel about it. Th- this, this documentary, which does intrigue me, is all the... Unfortunate, There's a lot of bad, bad juju that has come from this show. That Certainly has. I would 
be interested in that part of it, but not the glee aspect. Got of it. it. All right. Well, nice. if you watch it, give us a review, would you? We, we, we'll, 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 I'll get back to you. Or on that anyone line. could watch it for us and email us. There you go. That. There we you would go. love that. It did yes. come out on Monday, so you can check that out. Okay. That's your My Talk Dirt Alert Thanks, for 520. Thanks, guys. Let's take. Hey, everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX. And uh, here's a testimonial that we got from uh, Rich, who runs the Egan Savage in Woodbury location, about a boy called Bren- Brennan, who, when he was heading into third grade, he had so much um, just learning frustrations, let's just call them that, before okay. Learning RX. And reading was the most difficult subject and it was just a battle to even get him to read and after he went through learning rx uh last summer he's now reading everything whenever they go somewhere he likes to read the signs he likes reading books and he's told his parents you know you guys can't spell things anymore uh, to get them past me because I know what you're spelling. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Learning RX, seven great locations in the Twin Cities area. Also a virtual option if you need it. Call them today, 952-941-6800. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. <sighs> Thank you, Grant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, of course, you know, Julia, even I'm sure while you're away, you could not escape the influx, the absolute clutching your pearls and the people going crazy over Prince Harry's uh, memoir, Spare. And in the meantime, you know, he's a huge hit on Colbert. Really a great interview. Colbert at his highest um Oh, that was good. Yeah, right. it was such See? a good interview. Highest ratings people in three can't years. Stand it I sat next to a lot of. I've met a lot of English people in yeah, Australia. They've been just called, yeah, they're they've been home. brainwashed. Yeah. They've been brainwashed okay. by the the tabloids that they so dearly love to read. You know, we read the Daily Mail. And we do. We had a couple examples last week of true things, and you did the I one saw too. It, yes, we did it a couple more times. They it's, just lied. They just changed the headlines to suit their their yes, narrative. One hundred percent. Yeah. Click. Clickbait. Mm-hmm. And I'm about halfway through Harry's book, Spare. Okay. Did you? I haven't even started Okay, it. you haven't started it. I was wondering how his voice sounds No, I couldn't it do it. I just wanted to be My friend free. is loving it. Really? Listening to him because he yeah. has a great voice. Yeah. So cool. But I thought, you know what? You know, the firm, which is what uh, the British royal family is unofficially known as, has been grappling with this, you know, really since the crown came out. And that was another thing that they said they don't watch it. Yeah. Well, a lot I of people. I was just fascinated. Lo- by, a lot of people yeah. do, though, because. Oh, I know a yeah. lot of people do. I, I always wonder about people who say they never watch it. They just don't claim to watch it. But the crown, particularly after season, the second season was over and the young. Elizabeth, and then it moved to the Olivia Coleman, mm-hmm. and then things started getting more dicey in the family. Right. Anyway, so they, they've had all then the the, the Oprah interview, then right, the Netflix. Right, right, so blah, Harry's blah, blah. getting all yes. this stuff. Yep. But I just want you to know that um, there are other messy monarchies. Oh my gosh! Yes, but Lori. we, you know, maybe let's just go into that. So people, I don't want people to feel that Harry is like doing something. Really unbelievable because there's some other unbelievable there stuff. Have Let's other. travel to Norway. Yagtala Neviskala. No, Yagtala Norsk. Okay. Well done. Thank you. Or she can it say means, something it means, in every damn it language. It means I speak a little Norwegian. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. 
There were waves in Norway last November when Princess Martha Louise relinquished her princess duties mm-hmm. in order to focus on her alternative medicine business with her fiance, a celebrity shaman whose in clients have included Selma Bear, Blair, Nina Dobrev, and he's he's written a, he wrote a book in 2019 called Spirit Hacking that cancer is a choice. If you get cancer, oh it is your choice. Oh dear. And he calls himself a sixth-generation shaman. Other people call him a first-generation con man. Yeah, I would say. And he sells a spirit optimizer medallion on his website that he claims will help you get over COVID-19 and protect you from Mm COVID-19. For her part, Princess, well, no longer Princess, we'll Mm -hmm. just call her Martha Louise, Mm -hmm. has let us know that she frequently... Talks with animals and angels. So the Norwegian royal family was very happy when Princess Martha Louise renounced her crown and all royal duties to be with this guy. Are they still together? Yes. Okay, so that's Norway. Norway. Mm -hmm. Now let's move to Denmark. Okay. We didn't know they had a royal family. Oh, they certainly do. (laughs) Not only do they have a royal family, but when Queen Margaret or Marguerite II of Denmark, announced just a couple months ago that she had discontinued royal titles for the children of her second son, her spare, meaning that her grandchildren, you know... After the first one, don't her grandchildren don't get titles. No one. Her, her son, they would not be princess or princess. It caused a huge tit-for-tat saga that was played out in the Danish news media for weeks because Prince Joachim said, we are all very sad. Is he the spare? Yes. He Mm. said, it's never fun to see your children being mistreated so much. They have been put in a situation they do not understand. They thought they were going to be princes and princesses. I was only given five days to tell them. His eldest son said, we are in shock and we are confused that our grandmother could do this. And then in October, I think she did this in September and October, Queen Margaret admitted she'd underestimated the impact of her choice, but said it was a long time coming. And And she's going to stick with it. That's right. Mm -hmm. They're in line with her values as queen, mother and grandmother. It caused a ruckus. Ruckus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he grown kids, it sounds like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then in Thailand. Let's move along to Thailand. This mm-hmm. is really good. So when the king, the king of Thailand is not a conventional ruler by any contemporary mm-hmm. standards. The king, the new one, he was crowned in 2019 when his father died, who ruled Thailand for like 79, you know, not as long as Queen Elizabeth, but sure, long, long time. Long time. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. we kind of talked about yeah. it, like the country went in a... Mourning for a week. Mm-hmm. He was like the longest running monarch. And then Queen Elizabeth uh, became that. But anyway, so he 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 got he became king in 2019. He by the time he became king, he'd been married four times, publicly courted many, many mistresses, pop artists, actresses. 
all kinds of younger women. When he was the crown prince, he appointed his pet poodle, Fufu, to the role of air chief marshal over the Thailand Air Force. (laughs) And when the poodle died in 2015, had the country have four days of Buddhist funeral rites. Then... And 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 King Maha is seventy years old. He loves to wear crop tops, <laughs> and he likes wet and pressed tattoos. And he's worn Whoa, them. Breastfeed, my gosh. And he, mostly, he mostly lives in Berlin. Okay, <laughs> and um, so when you see Thai protesters, they are wearing crop tops and belly bearing vests for. The pro-democracy promoters at recent rallies where they want to get rid of the monarchy, the monarchy mm-hmm. and um, oh. because he's the richest monarch in the world. He yes. has $43 billion in royal assets, the king of Thailand. Wow. Yeah. And it's supposed to, he's supposed to do more to benefit the people sure. and he does nothing. He, well, he lives in Berlin. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, let's go to Spain. Oh. Another monarchy. Mm-hmm. In May of last year, King Juan Carlos returned to Spanish soil for the first time in two years. After he, remember, he ruled there for yes. 40 years, but he, he had was, to abdicate in 2014. Yes. Moved to Abu Dhabi in 2020. After fraud investigators said he got $100 million in kickbacks for this high-speed rail contract in Saudi Arabia that was awarded to Spanish contractors, a company. Yep. And Swiss prosecutors dropped the case, but he was a very lavish, Juan Carlos, very lavish. He took elephantine uh, hunt trips uh, during the middle of Spain's worst financial crisis. Mm-hmm. He had a string of extra open marital affairs. Mm-hmm. You know, the queen is mm-hmm. he had murky, murky business dealings yes. for access and um, one shared by his younger daughter's husband. So the Spanish people like they're like, screw you guys. And even though the current king and his Fabulous white Queen Letizia, mm-hmm. who's a little fashion icon. They like to be seen out in public together. There's so much persona non grata that Constantine, um, when he just died, Constantine the second, the last king yeah, of Greece, yeah, 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 yeah. Greece just died. Uh, William, Prince William, and Charles didn't even go. And Prince William is his godson, and he's like Charles's uncle or something. They didn't even go. They sent emissaries. Because, you know, they, they don't even want to be There's associated. No respect. no respect. So I'm just saying these monarchies. Messy. Messy. Shame. Doesn't begin yeah. to. You know, and I. Shame. Um, they're not. The British are not the only ones with royal drama going oh, on in their Lord, monarchy. Forever. I mean, think but about. But we haven't reminded people, do you? And oh. I thought vintage scandal was perfect. All right, perfect. Thank you for that. Thank you, New York Times. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about going to see the play at the Chanhassen oh, Dinner the Theater. Well, we, got, we have two more weeks to okay. see Footloose, okay? Yes, and we there do. there are still some dates. But yes, we get your tickets. We already have the prom is coming to the Chanhassen. Big, splashy Broadway show. February so much 10. fun.
I cannot wait. It's based on a true story, all sorts of craziness, great music, dancing, and fun, and a touching story of acceptance and kindness. It's the prom. And we know the prom does, they know how to do splashy big musicals. Can't have to guess. We're going to love it. We're going to get great food when we go there. I mean, love we got to get is, our tickets. It's only here for four months, the prom. Yes, you're right about that. Love Letters is coming back. The performances in February are um, up. Right now, Don Shelby and Nancy Nelson. It's going to be fabulous. There's some vet matinees available for that, too. Also, concert tributes are coming up. Frank Sinatra, Vintage Cruise, and tribute to Alabama. Stevie Ray's comedy, The Chan. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. It is Wednesday. Wednesday which Grant and I were probably thinking it's Tuesday because it didn't work. So tomorrow, it's just a pleasant surprise that it's Thursday. The weekend is out. Yes, yes. So, yes. Yeah. my goodness. And yeah. tomorrow, Thursday is... Are we I, getting a bunch of snow or just a little bit? Just a little bit okay, from what good. I can see. But tomorrow, I know this is a little off topic, but that 90s show is released tomorrow oh. on Netflix. Oh. And I have been looking... How does the parents look exactly the same, uh, Kitty and Red look like they have been sitting in the same time capsule from yeah. 2001 to 2023. You know what? Sometimes it pays to have the same hairdo for all those years. <laughs> or no hair at all. <laughs> or no hair at all. Right. He's got the fringe. He does. He's got the little little halo. But yeah, yeah. no, I'm excited. That comes out tomorrow. It's a little off topic. Yeah. But, oh, I cannot wait. Night Court came back last night, right? Yes. And my, John Haircourt yes. apparently is as great as he ever was on that show. Yes. My parents were telling me all about it last night. His doppelganger, Marky Post. Oh, Marky Post? She died. Back in the day. Do you know she died like a couple years ago? She did. And we were just like, what? And she was not old enough. Not no. old enough at all. <gasps> I had no idea she died. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and Julia. Oh, she's so beautiful. Julia in her 30s, people were always mistaking her for Marky Post. Oh, she is so beautiful, Julia. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I used to be, too. You yeah. are freaking no, gorgeous. No, but, I mean, you know, I, had, I had my moments. Well, yeah, you have to make peace. You, you don't get to, your 36-year-old you face for your whole life, you, damn it. Um, you just go through but the different in your stages. memory. There you go. And with one eye closed. One eye closed. <laughs> what do you always say? Your young, sexy, or what is it? Your, I'm a young girl. Older person. I'm a younger, older oh, yeah. person. I love it. Um, okay, so one of the um, tonight, I just want to remind people watch what happens live. Our Brad Goroski. Goroski, because he has a new show he's going to be Canada's promoting. Drag Race. Really? Canada's. And he has another show he? that he's doing. What's I'm his name? Excited. Brad Goreski. We love him. He used to be Rachel Ray's assistant. He was Rachel Zoe. Rachel Zoe. Remember how much yeah. we loved that show? I loved it. Banana. Oh, yeah, the Rachel Zoe project. Loved the Rachel Zoe it. project. That was when Loved Bravo had it. some really, you know, Loved different it. kinds of shows. It was good. But Brad, I, I think, has a show on MTV or it's called the Real Friends of WeHo. WeHo. We the Real Friends of WeHo, and West then Hollywood. The, yeah, West Hollywood. That's the new one since that just what's, came out. What's since it on? Is it on Bravo? Um, no, it looks to be on. I can swear I. I loved him. I know. I could swear it was on MTV or VH1. It was on a random. MT- it's an MTV TV. show. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's Par- I'm guessing since it's MTV under the Paramount Network, you yeah. might be able to find that on Paramount Plus. But it, yeah. it airs uh, 
Friday nights, 9 p.m. on MTV. Oh, yeah. That might be kind of a fun one. Yeah. You know, yeah. West Hollywood. I mean, you know it. Yeah. It's, I kind of like it. It's like Queer Eye, but with different guys, and maybe they're all just going out and we And they're all, they're all good-looking men, too. Yeah, oh, know, yeah. yeah. Uh, nice. This looks Leo interesting. Weho is full, although I can never call it. I always I would never West call it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know what Weho was. It's West Hollywood. <laughs> I was like, what is Weho? Thank you yeah. for clarifying. I... Oh. Joy and I are going to be staying on the corner of West Hollywood and Beverly Hills. I know we are. Oh, did you guys excited? Joy, there's like this my talkie thing going on here. I it's did not do... when we're gone, though. No, nope. no, but it's going to be announced tomorrow morning. Okay, and so you had... Jason's okay. What time? Show eight o'clock, like probably. at eight yeah. o'clock. Okay, and all and so it was like very similar to what we did last year, which I think was the first year. And yep. you did it all without me again last year for some reason. You did all the things. Um, did you get good ones for us, honey? Well, we Julia, did. We a lot some... of us. I mean, Grant and I talked about it. Brittany had some approval. Even Chris Hewitt got in on Chris it a little Hewitt. bit. Okay. Um, but um, the categories, Julia, there were many categories that we had the same people. Like, Actress of the Year, every show picked me, Michelle Yeoh. So mm-hmm. we had to come up with... We kind of missed the assignment where we were supposed to provide three <laughs> options for each category. Oh, so for oh. tiebreakers, we only provided one. So it then, still didn't make any sense to me because so I said it's still Michelle Yeoh. So it was kind of a random okay. selection okay. process. Yeah. We're not going to get movie of the year. Everyone picked Top Gun. So did you pick Elvis? Elvis. Okay. And then viral internet moment of the year. <laughs> the slap. No. No, no, because we had a WTF award. Oh, okay. Everyone, meaning all four shows, shows picked, did Harry Styles spit on Chris oh, yeah. Pine? Yeah, okay. yeah, hysterical. So I defined two, mm-hmm. two other ones for that. The WTF award, everyone picked the Oscar slap. Yep. And breakout star of the year, like three of the four shows picked Jenna Ortega. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we Wednesday. all were all kind of in the same line of thinking, but we so have, you had to mix it up. Yeah, but we have other categories okay. and I feel real, real good. OK, about because we uh, didn't win many last year. Yeah, we, we only had a couple. I yeah, think. we and were not. We had to like go and debate why. And, yeah. And, oh, okay. yeah. And you're we're going to have to do that. Good. It'll but be fun. voting, I think, like starts on January 30th. OK, well, right now. So the nominations are tomorrow, like you said, at 8 a.m. Yeah. on Jason's show. And mm-hmm. then you and then it says to go online and vote for what you think should win based on our our, our press release. And then that we're going to spend the 8 o'clock hour each day of the right. week, January 30th to February 3rd. And now yeah, Convincing and announcing winners. So yeah. I think you might be able to vote based after tomorrow, after the nominations oh, are right. announced. I don't know. That recall reading well, Grant's email. reading it. Yeah, yeah this is based on And I did. Promo. I alerted Grant. I, I gave him the Just, old. I didn't give you the Donnie Love message before, but if there's an email that says I must... Be somewhere, be on a show, a time, a date. Julia's I need gone. that. I need, I need Julia's, you to know. Julia's gone, so yeah. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> the, the yeah. I love it. You know, I, thank you, Lori. Yeah. Well, well that's we, we part, missed you. Yeah. yeah, that's part of the that's part of the reason why Ag can feel like I've retired from corporate America. Because you don't read your emails. By I taking that stance. <laughs> that's just funny. It feels very freeing and liberating. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I, I mean, really, it's really the most silly thing ever. Ever. It is, but because to me, it, it feels uh, there's liberating. a freedom. Oh, I hate emails. To it. When I before I worked here, I worked at the golf course. A lot of people yeah. know this. 
And I said, if you want to find me, you can find me in the office or come out and find me on the the golf golf course course. or make a phone call. I refused email until I got into this world. I think people want to talk to people. I do too. I'm sick and tired of text. I want to hear your voice. Yeah, yeah, I wish there was voice to text email. There is kind of. I suppose there is. There is. You You can send it. I hate my iPhone. I just wish you could do it on a computer. Just get lazy. The thing is, like, certain people are mumblers and slurs so <laughs> voice to text doesn't work doesn't or always if you work have, or if you have a low I tone have, I to your voice remember my dad could never hear me on the phone yeah. yeah every once in a while i'll do that and someone's like what are you trying to say to me exactly and i'm like just use your fingers or call because for <laughs> some knows? reason my lady doesn't yeah. understand me, me too every time i use voice text i'm like that sounded right coming out of my head i hit send I read it and I'm like, what the hell did I just say? say? Something happened. All right. Well, everyone have a great hump day. Hump day it is. We'll be back tomorrow. Welcome back, Julia. Thank you. Job done. Off you go.